Okay, so Hussein Maxwell is back in the news. Um, it's bad news for anybody that was hoping to get some clarification as to exactly who was involved in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. And basically it turned out exactly how most of us figured it would turn out, but a lot of people were hopeful for a better outcome, a more positive outcome as far as justice is concerned. If you are a QAnon believer, <laughs> hey, this is not your day. Anyway, um, this is from NPR.org. Says Jeffrey Epstein update. Um, deposition that Hussein Maxwell fought to hide. Says um, Hussein Maxwell's answer. Excuse me, Hussein's Hussein Maxwell's answers to questions about the sex trafficking operation she allegedly ran with the late Jeffrey Epstein were made public Thursday as a federal court released Maxwell's 2016 deposition. This transcript is more than 400 pages long, but it has been reduced to protect the privacy of some people. It mentions... It has been redacted to protect the privacy of some people with mentions. That word redacted comes up again. Here we go. See, everyone's forgotten, but not everyone, excuse me. I should, let me stop saying that. A lot of people have forgotten it. Um, they've forgotten about Epstein. They've forgotten about Hussein Maxwell. This pandemic has taken everybody's focus. Trump versus Biden has taken everyone's focus away from Jeffrey Epstein, which might have been the scandal of the decade because you had names mentioned along with this sex trafficker, big names such as Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton and even Donald Trump, uh, New Epstein. Um, I don't know what his connection is there. I do I do remember hearing reports of him kicking Epstein off of his property uh, once Trump heard about what Epstein was doing. It was something along those lines. Um, again, that could just be Trump supporters um, wanting to make Trump look like the good guy or the hero and all of this. But I will say this, um, take this how you want to. Trump has been really tough on human trafficking and child trafficking. 
Operation, what is it? Uh, I believe it's Operation Safety Net, Operation Not Forgotten. Um, a lot of children have been rescued under the Trump administration. Um, and if you don't know about it, I suggest you go look it up. Uh, seems like every week, if you're not distracted by the presidential race or the, um, if you're not distracted by the fake news media, you would notice that damn near every week U.S. Marshals are reporting that they have uh, rescued a significant amount of children damn near every week. So, um, it would be the only reason why I would give Trump the benefit of the doubt. Uh, when I first heard about the Epstein case, I was all over it. I, I said, look, Bill Clinton is involved in this. Prince Andrew is involved in this. And damn it, Donald Trump is involved in all of this. Looking at the situation now, looking back on it, I'm like, well, it's not making excuses for Trump. I don't know. I don't know. But it does seem like Trump is, um, I, I guess, he's less likely, out of, I think, out of everyone that knew Epstein. Because um, I don't know what Epstein may have revealed to the people around him. Because um, you have people that live double lives. You know, you could know someone that's a kingpin and you wouldn't know it. You would know them as what they present themselves to be. So, with that being said, here we are again with a major scandal involving heavy hitters, politicians, um, famous people. And the names in this deposition have been redacted. We are not able to know who did what, when, where, how. The cover-up is the cover-up. And I'm sure Maxwell did not want to speak on this because she fears for her life. Because we know Jeffrey Epstein did not commit suicide. Anybody with a brain would know that. All you got to do is just look at the Clinton kill list and you would know how they get down. Um, so again, um, the names were redacted to protect the privacy of some people. It mentions, getting back to the article here from NPR.org, it says the transcript is finally being unsealed. After a back-and-forth legal battle between Maxwell and Virginia, uh, God, I can't say, what is this, Jeffrey? Jeffrey? I don't know how to say this name. But anyway, um, she accused Maxwell, Epstein, and others of sexually abusing her when she was a minor. In it, 
Maxwell repeatedly denies recruiting girls for Epstein or taking part in orgies and other activities. And we know that that's BS. But moving forward here, um, this is what Maxwell had to say. And quote, it says, have you ever, have you ever said, no, someone's asking her this, I believe. It says, have you ever said to anybody that you recruit girls to take the pressure off of you so you won't have to have sex with Jeffrey? Have you said that? That's what Maxwell was asked, okay, during the deposition. Um, and then she responded with, you don't ask me questions like that. She replied, first of all, you are trying to trap me. I will not be trapped. You are asking me if I recruit? I told you no. And Virginia's um, attorneys said that while they um, welcomed the transcripts for the lease, and it says it doesn't tell the whole story. Um, and it also, in the article, it tells you that Maxwell got pissed off and she threw the laptop that was on the, um, that was there with her on the stand. She pushed it off the table and, you know, things got a little heated in the courtroom. But, Also, the the Hills Rising show. If you're not a fan of that show, it's a um, it's a YouTube show that comes on for the Hill. They reported that the names of the victims, I believe it was four girls, four victims of Jeffrey Epstein and Glacine Maxwell, four of their names were uh, leaked. So, better keep an eye on that. You know, something could happen to them. Something could definitely happen to them because I'm pretty sure they don't have security unless, well, I guess you can say they could they be in witness protection? But, um, man, that's a scary thought to know that these now women, they're now women, they're now, you know, adult women, their names have been leaked to the public. I mean, not only is there not going to be justice for these women who were young girls when they were sexually abused and raped, some of them. Not only would they not get justice, it seems like, but now some of their names have been leaked to the public. I, I mean, this is. Corruption at its highest point. And it just goes to show you 
Evidence doesn't matter. Truth doesn't matter. Corruption at its highest point. You can't get no higher than this. What it goes to show you is that no matter how much evidence you bring, no matter how disturbing the charges are, the elites are in charge, the elites are in control, they control the narrative, they control the news cycle, they control the money, the politics, the everything. This is truly Satan's world. This is truly Satan's world. And there's no more proof or evidence needed than this case right here. How is it that the names of the predators, the pedophiles, have been protected, but the names of the victims have been leaked to the public. How? Because the satanic elites rule this world. Okay, so now I know that this is a old story, but a lot of people don't know about it, so I've been meaning to speak on it, so I'm going to speak on it now. From the Washington Examiner, um, 6,000 scientists signed a petition calling for an end of lockdowns. Over 6,000 scientists signed their names to a petition um, calling for an end to the lockdowns, citing the um, irreparable damage they have caused. Now, you're not hearing about this in mainstream media. Damn sure ain't going to hear about it on CNN. Damn sure ain't going to hear about it on MSNBC, it's not going to happen. Mainstream media, period. Um, no one's going to, no one's going to talk about this because the plan is to say that there's a second wave and then lock everything down again. Why? Because this is an attack on. I would say mainly the middle class, but really America as a whole, America has to fall in order for the powers to be to completely take control over the world. America is the last remaining threat. America is becoming more and more of a communist state. Um, which is why the virus came out of China, affected the whole world, and they blame Trump. 
Why? 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 Well, why? Because that's the point. The whole point is to get you used to being told what to do by the government completely. So, see, the way they do, the way they're doing this is systematically, uh, they condition you to get used to this. That's why they kept calling it the new normal, the new normal. And they won't be happy until they completely destroy the middle class. That's the point. That's the real point of all of this. Destroy the middle class. So you only have rich and poor. Either very rich or you're poor. Because the middle class is the, um, I would say the middle class is like, it's the heartbeat of America, is what really separates America from every other nation when you think about it. Um, Every nation has the wealthy, the rich, the elite, and then they have their poor. But America's middle, the upper class, you know, that, that upper middle class kind of keeps everything going. It keeps the wheels turning. Once you destroy that, then you can have a full, complete, um, full, complete uh, compliance Across the board, across the board, across the country, because if you look at China, their citizens won't dare buck up against the system because of the way the system is in place. You know, you're not going to go up against it. In China, you're not going up against the Chinese government because you'll come up missing. People, you don't believe me, just look up... Um, What's happening to Christians and Muslims and anybody of religious faith in China? They get persecuted, they get killed. Okay? You dare speak up against the government. No, you just, they just kill you. They get rid of you. They have facial recognition. They track your every move. You have a credit score. And I'm not talking about um, credit, like how you use your credit card or, you know, take a loan out or no. I'm talking you as a person get a credit score for how you behave and how you act. And that may determine whether you're able to eat. Or, you know, what places you can go to. And that's where we're headed in America. But they knew that American citizens would not willingly go along with uh, 
these communist um, ideals, ideas. So they needed a pandemic. They got it. Now you have American citizens walking around with masks on, following social distancing, obeying the government, doing exactly what they're told to do. Like good little sheep, because that's what they want. They're getting you used to the idea. Now, it doesn't stop here. So you might be saying to yourself, well, I don't really mind wearing the mask. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Social distancing, who cares? I don't even like people anyway. I hear a lot of people saying that, well, I've been social distancing for years anyway, so who cares? Well, it's going to get much worse. They want a second lockdown. And the lockdown under a new administration is going to be much, much different than under Trump. They want a second lockdown. Hear me? This is why this article here is not making any headway. And the reason why I can talk about it, even though it came out, what, uh, October the 7th? But I can still talk about it now because mainstream media is not talking about it. Over 6,000 scientists, and even more than that, um, last time I checked, but they signed a petition calling for the end of lockdowns, citing irreparable damage they have caused. Um, This is, um, it was per Newsweek. Uh, I'm going to read this part here. It says, the petition continues, keeping these measures in place until a vaccine is available will cause irreparable damage um, with the underprivileged and dis uh, disproportionately harmed. Um the document known as the Great Barrington Declaration was co-authored by Harvard professor of medicine, Dr. Martin Kordorf, Oxford professor, Dr. Sunetra Gupto, Gupto, Gupta. Anyway, these people with these names, I swear to God. And it says, uh, and Stanford Medical School professor, Dr. J. Whatever. So the doctors insist on um, an approach more focused on protecting vulnerable populations and achieving the goal of herd immunity, which they refer to as focused protection. Now, everyone has a problem with herd immunity. Not, not everyone, you know, logical thinking people won't mind it, but. When you speak of that, that sounds crazy to people, especially on the left. That sounds, oh my God, that's so irresponsible. Fact of the matter is, you can't get rid of this thing. 
You're not going to wake up tomorrow. This is the stupidity of it. People think they're going to stay their ass in the house for a whole year. Wake, you know, when they come back out, everything is going to be okay. And it'll just go away. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. But they believe that it, that it does. Um, I'm going to get back to the article. It says, the most compassionate approach that balances the risks and benefits of reaching herd immunity is to allow those who are at minimal risk of death to live their lives normally to build up immunity to the virus through natural infection while better protecting those who are at um, the highest risk. That's what the petition um, reads. And it also goes on to say those who are not uh, vulnerable should immediately be allowed to resume life as normal. That's what the petition says. So then they go on to cite uh, drug overdoses, suicide attempts, and domestic violence cases. That's what happens when you, when you put people in um, a state of depression. People are depressed, man. I myself have to fight through the, the it's mental. It's, it's, all you hear all day COVID. All you hear all day long is the CV. You know, I don't want to use the word because they mess with your algorithm. But that's all you hear about. And the left has politicized it. They use it as a weapon to come against Trump. 200,000 deaths. It's on your watch. That's that's all you hear. Death, death, death. People struggling. What are we going to do? How are we going to fix the economy? To pass the stimulus or to not pass the stimulus? It's sad. And I see here in the um, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, uh, people that I knew that worked at these um, mom and pop shops, these, uh, they, you know, they own their own businesses. Regardless of whether they were very successful or, you know, just barely making it. Regardless, you can see the look of fear on their face. Some of them try to look. You know, you know, take that brave approach. Approach like they, you know, they believe everything's gonna be okay. But you can see, it's messing with people mentally. It's draining people mentally. And the things that I will, I was warning people about when it first kicked off, I said they can't do this. They can't just lock down the whole damn country. And people thought I was crazy. I was out of my mind, but. Now, I could see how these people are kind of, 
They don't want to. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to say it. But a lot of them are like thinking to this. I, you can see it on their faces. They're like, we got to do something different here. But they're good little sheep, so they go along with the program because they don't want to be disruptive. They don't want to uh, come across as uh, outlaws. You know, they don't. They don't want to be that guy. So I'm often finding myself put in a position where I'm that guy. I'm the I'm the person saying this is BS. They won't resist. So here's what's probably going to happen. Because of mainstream media censoring articles like this, and I say censoring in in the sense that it's there. It's online for you to see, but most people don't do research. Most people read a headline and they keep it moving. It's not going to be put on CNN, MSNBC. It's not going to be put there. No, no. They want you to fear, 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 fear. Panic, 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 pandemic, pandemic. Nancy Pelosi, when she got into that pissing contest with Wolf Blitzer and Wolf Blitzer for whatever reason, he decided to have a backbone that day. I don't know what happened, but he decided to address her about the um, stimulus package that Trump was, you know, ready to sign or, you know, ready to, you know, like, hey, here it is, you know, push it through, go big or go home. American people need it. And she refused to go along with it. And Bush Blitzer called her out. Like, why why won't you do this? Andrew Yang called her out. Um, I forget the other guy's name. It's another Democrat in Congress. I can't think of his name offhand right now. But anyway, he's you know, he's like, Why won't you go along with it? And she's telling him. I I know what's best for the American people. I work for the American people. Why don't you let me handle it? And she slipped up, you know, she's arrogant and cocky, but she slipped up and said she don't want to sign it because Donald Trump's name will be on the check. They're politicizing it. They don't give a damn about people in need at all. It's politics. It's an election year, and they have taken this pandemic, and they have driven it home all the way to the election because that was the plan from the beginning. And people are still falling for it. They think, well, you know what? I'll just say salute to those Scientists, 6,000 plus, that signed the petition that were bold enough to do it because that's a bold act when you're going up against the elite and you're a scientist and you're going up against the elite who you know are profiting from this and have political agendas and even bigger agendas on a global scale. 
and to step up and sign his petition and say, listen, you are hurting people, starving people out. Imagine what is happening to these third world countries. We're talking about America, but imagine what has happened to these third world countries um, that are not capable of of handling something like this. I mean, this what? Are you kidding me? Salute to these scientists, but the problem is. Their message is heard by those who are woke, but it's not heard by the sheep. The sheep will be the destruction of us all. Because why? As many people are that are woke, there are twice, if not three times as many that are asleep. They're going to be the destruction. They're going to be caused. They're going to be the cause of destruction for each and every one of them, of, of not them, just not just them, but of, of all of us, they are going to be the cause of the downfall and the destruction of us as a society. Then their stupidity and lack of motivation to research and think outside of the box and even think on their own. They have chosen safety over freedom and they don't know that in the end it will destroy them. All right, more um, fake news. Got to deal with some fake news here. This is NBC New York. They love to do this. They love to do these fact checks. It says, protests, arrests show regular Americans, not urban Antifa, as Trump claimed. Says President Donald Trump portrays hundreds of people arrested nationwide and protests against racial injustice as violent urban left wing radicals. But an associated press review of thousands of pages of court documents tell a different story. Very few of those charged appear to be affiliated with the highly organized extremist groups, and many are young suburban adults. From very um, from the very neighborhoods, Trump vows to protect from the violence um, in his reelection push to win support from the suburbs. Now, I call this fake news for a reason, not just because it's NBC. I'm saying that it's fake news because. Once again, the left will not address Antifa. They, and this is a black man speaking here. They love to talk about 
the rise of white nationalists and white supremacists. And I'm not saying that they're not out here. Now, I'm not saying they don't exist. I've talked about them for years. Agnosium. I am one person that stayed on top of what's going on in this country uh, concerning uh, white nationalism and white supremacist uh, groups. Um, but Antifa is a real situation and it has been funded by oligarchs. It is a group that does not have, I would, I would say they don't really have a particular political, they don't really even have a political party affiliate. And I know I'm going to piss off conservatives when I say that. What I mean by that is this. They want to destroy and rebuild. And Trump told Trump told Biden something in the first debate that I think a lot of people didn't catch. They didn't catch on to it. He told them they will destroy you also. He was speaking about Antifa because they don't care about all this political stuff. They are a group of anarchists, a bunch of little punks. And their goal and objective is to destroy and rebuild. They don't care who they destroy. To say that um, these records show regular suburban young adults or urban young adults or whatever, and that they they weren't attached to Antifa, understand A lot of these young adults, whether they are actually affiliated directly to Antifa or not, they have Antifa ideas. Their their mindset is like Antifa. Um, These young adults now, because they've been brainwashed with uh, fake news, anti-American rhetoric, communist ideas, and and they've been bombarded with these ideas, most of them their whole life, especially the young adults. You're talking about your early 20s. My goodness, they've... They they entered the world that was dominated by communists slash socialists ideas that have that have been poured into America. So it was already here when they were born. So it would be it would be natural. I, I know I'm probably some of, I'm losing some people right now, but it would only be natural 
for them to gravitate towards Antifa. So when they see Antifa out here causing mayhem, anarchy, destroying and and rioting and they gravitate towards that. And all it takes is a protest to turn violent. And they do what's in them to do. And by the way, I want to say this. I don't believe this report when they say that these were just regular, regular, uh, regular, you know, young adults out here. I don't believe that at all. I believe most of them are Antifa, but they're being protected by oligarchs and elitists. They are being protected by these people. They're definitely being protected and shielded and released back into the streets after they're caught. If Antifa is not addressed soon and very soon, it's going to spread across America like wildfire. If you don't know about Antifa, you don't know the history of Antifa, let me tell you. It started out in places like uh, Seattle, Portland. They made their way over to the Midwest. Places like uh, Chicago, Minnesota. Well, I don't think they're quite as prevalent in on the East Coast. That's not to say that they're not here, but you best believe, you best believe that you give them another year, they'll be all over this country causing havoc and mayhem. And listen, let's be honest, in the, the country that we live in, there's always going to be protests. And anytime there's a protest, there's potential that it could go from peaceful to violence. It can go from peaceful to violent in, in a heartbeat. doesn't take much. And they're going to further continue to destroy the middle class because who do they normally attack? They normally attack local businesses. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. So that's going to continue to harm working class America. And they're going to be a problem, a major problem, as they spread all throughout this this country. And they're going unchecked, and the media is not talking about them. Um, the liberal media, which controls the media, is not talking about it. And it is going to be a real problem. It's already a problem, but I mean it's going to get much, much worse. 
And they shut, they set up Black Lives Matter to be a shield, a shield for Antifa. Because what, what happens is Black Lives Matter goes out there and protests. Antifa comes in and blend in with the protesters. And then they cause um, havoc and chaos. And then you have the Black Lives Matter people that aren't peaceful. And they cause havoc also. So you got both happening simultaneously. Plus you have your agents out there. You have your government agents. They've been caught handing out bricks. Some people have been rioting and come to find out they've got handcuffs in their back pocket. They've got all kinds of madness going on. You don't even know who's who. So how the hell can you trust this report? Especially coming from fake news media. 